I'm a zombie! I've been bitten! You're listening to the Survival Podcast for zombie nerds everywhere. Zombies Ate My Podcast. Hello and welcome to Zombies Ate My Podcast. I'm your host, Ryan Murphy, and joining me, as always, is the busy zombie lord, Lou Page. How's it going, Lou? I can't believe I'm going to say this, but I've really enjoyed this season of The Walking Dead so far. It's really turned around on me. (laughs) Just in time for it to end, right? Yep. Yeah. Yep. Uh, Well, that's good. We're going to talk about, uh, as Lou mentioned there, the second part of the final season of The Walking Dead as our main topic. Um, But this is a this is essentially we have a Walking Dead episode of Zamp prepared for you, because really, that's that's what's going on. That's Uh, the news. That's the news. And you know what? Speaking of that's the news. Here's the news. has completely devastated over 150 of the world's major regions and then is spreading rapidly. So, uh, during the mid-season finale of Part 2 for The Walking Dead Season 11, we got a teaser trailer, our first look at Tales of The Walking Dead, uh, which is going to be a six-part mini series or series i guess uh that will air in the summer of 2022 so this summer it's a 15 second teaser not much to see here besides the actors that are going to be present in the stories hard to say what these stories are going to be but lou this is our first look at at a at a series that uh we're not too sure what to expect uh, i have i have high hopes i have higher than um maybe beyond gave us but uh what do you think uh you know i saw some faces i didn't expect to see in it uh nothing gave me enough uh, uh details for me to go oh i hate it or nothing gave me enough details to go oh, i'm excited for it it piqued my interest um the, i definitely like the idea of like one or two episodes that take place with a character and then we're done i like that idea Give me a couple mini movies that take place in the same universe. And then if those characters show up in other shows, cool. If they don't, that's cool too. Um, the only thing about this that makes me go, eh, is, I he- is the actress that's playing Alpha is back for, I, I guess, one of these tales. And I, I don't find that interesting. Yeah, um, she is back. I, I want to say her name is Samantha Morton, but I could be wrong. It is. Okay. Uh, yeah, she is present in one of these little squares in the teaser here, and um, it's definitely pre-alpha. She is, uh, it's a story from earlier in, I'm assuming, the apocalypse. I I mean, I would imagine it's based, this is all taking place when the zombies are, are, are present. Uh, but um, we kind of got that story, I felt, you know, in The Walking Dead already. Exactly. That's kind of my gripe about it is we already kind of got her her pre-story and, and and she's dead now. So why do I care about her story? Yeah. Now, that being said, um, I could say, well, maybe they'll tell a, an interesting story involving that character. 
Um, it could be a what if scenario. We don't we don't know if this is. Uh, we honestly don't know if this is a if these these are just stories being told or if this is like what if um, she never became alpha. You know, I don't know. That's probably giving it too much credit. It is probably like a hey, we really liked working with this actress. Um, she was well received uh, as a character. Um, obviously, you know she's written to uh, to only last a certain amount of time in the series. So I'm not going to put it past the walking dead wanting to revisit some favorite characters, but I feel like this is, this is pretty soon. Like there are other characters I would have liked to see come back. Um, maybe getting some more behind the scenes look at, uh, Abraham and, and his crew when they were traveling, uh, before they met Rick, that was one of the things that was sort of pitched as maybe, um, them uh, coming across Fear the Walking Dead when Fear was still taking place before um, The Walking Dead. Obviously, Fear has shot forward a bunch of times uh, to catch up with The Walking Dead. But, I mean, there's some other actresses and actors here. You've got uh, Olivia Munn, uh, Parker Posey. The, the uh, Parker Posey clip really interests me because she's usually unique. And she always does weird stuff. Yeah. And her character is standing there at the end, letting a zombie bite her. And I'm like, I'm like, this has to be weird. Yeah. And she, uh, she is such a unique, you know, actor in, in her, the role she plays. And I'm trying to remember like, where do I, where have I seen her before? And, uh, one of the things that had popped up, uh, was she was, she was, um, the, the, the bad guy in, uh, Lost in Space, Netflix is yep, lost in space. Net, net, yeah. Yeah. And uh, so I think I'm really looking forward to to her story. Um, Terry Crews is in here as well. Uh, I love Terry Crews. So I'm, I'm interested to see what what his sort of role will be in a in an apocalypse, a zombie apocalypse story. I don't think I've seen him in a zombie sort of movie. So that sounds exciting to me. Um, you mentioned there was an actor from ER, I, like the guy who played Goose. Uh, he played Goose in Top Gun, and he's also from ER. Anthony Edwards is in an episode. Is it the guy with the facial hair? <laughs> I don't. I can no. honestly can't place him. No, nope. he's the he. It, it, photos of him now, he's bald on top. Oh yeah, I, I I guess I must have missed it. I mean, it he's is also a short in Revenge. Teaser. He was also in Revenge of the Nerds as one of the lead lead actors. Oh uh, okay, yeah. Uh, you know what? I'm really looking forward to this. I. I'm glad we finally got a teaser. Obviously, there's more to be seen. Uh, this is a very short clip, but um, it'll be premiering this summer. We were talking pre-show. This is probably going to be a filler between Fear and the Return of the Walking Dead. Um, this could help push AMC or help AMC push the Walking Dead final season into its more traditional October slot. Um, yep. So I don't know. We'll see. Uh, another trailer that we got was for the AMC Plus. Now, I didn't realize this. It's a series exclusive to AMC Plus called Dead in the Water. This is not... I'm getting the sense that this is not like the traditional sort of digital-only short that they would do where it was like... No, this is supposed to be like sort of like... what My understanding is that this is either going to be like... like Four episodes, like a four episode movie kind of thing. Right. That's interesting. Because before they used to do these, it was like a couple of minutes 
during the commercial break or it was exclusive. I hated that too. Yeah, it was I bad. I used to wait for them. I used to wait until they were all out and then I would watch them. Yeah. And they had like an interesting setup. I think one that I really thought was a nice or was a cool approach was I think it was like machete or it was like red knife. I can't remember what they called it, but it was like the journey of uh, the machete, like Rick's machete. Yeah. The one I liked was the one that was on an airplane. Yes. And they and, and it was they introduced that character and then they were supposed to have that character in an episode. It was supposed to like join the cast of Fear, Fear the Walking Dead. And then they were in like two episodes and they died or they left. And I was always like, well, that was kind of a waste. Yeah. Yeah. They did not last long. And I think they were sort of somewhat of a villain, not a villain, but like a like an antagonist in that. In that yeah, uh, they weren't a villain, but they were on the other side of whatever the fear the people the fear team was on like they were the opposing team and then all of a sudden they either died or they changed sides and left and i was like okay the, you got me all excited for nothing okay <laughs> yeah yeah and uh you know elephant in the room uh neither of us are caught up on fear the walking dead um dead in the water is actually i think it's it's a out prequel. now it is a prequel, yeah. Yeah, it, I think it just started airing. Right. Like, I don't think the whole thing is out yet. No. So it's a six-part uh, prequel limited series, Dead in the Water. It's exclusive to AMC+. Plus. Um, it, it it sounds like the first episode hit on April 10th, so we've got a couple episodes now, I'm sure, that are, that are there. I mean, it sounds interesting. I was really skeptical about this because I didn't find Riley's character that interesting. Mm-hmm. And I watched the trailer for this and I felt myself go, I'm not going to go out of my way to see this. But if I had if I could find this available to watch, I might watch it like like I wasn't like, oh, man, I can't wait to see this. It was like this is definitely something I I'm more interested in than I was before this trailer. Yeah, I mean, I, I I maybe didn't like really enjoy his character but i thought like i thought the actor did a did a really good job and i would like to see it It wasn't that i didn't like the character i think it was just the situation the character was in like he was he was like sort of an evil cult guy or whatever i yeah and and like i think that you don't you likely won't see a lot of that in this prequel series because it's him stuck on a boat right or a, a nuclear a submarine, submarine. Yeah. So, I mean, I'm I'm interested. As you said, uh I'm I'm same boat, not going to seek it at not like, you know, going to make time to just really seek it out and and watch just subscribe to AMC Plus for that. Although I was talking to you pre-show about how That's probably going to be how you watch Fear. Yeah, so I am going to I, I did cancel AMC on my cable package and I plan to check out the 30-day uh free trial and I I will I will watch this and I will report back um, and honestly, because it's a prequel, I could likely watch it, uh, before having, before having to watch all of fear because this takes place before season six, right? So, you know, pre, pre nuclear blast. So we'll see. But, um, as we said, this is a walking dead focused episode. That's the news, but let's head into our main topic. Yeah, I had to cap it off. Yeah, I'm not doing this. Places like that usually have some old man with a shotgun inside just looking for an excuse to kill some dumbass who stepped on his front lawn. Practically screams do not disturb. Yeah, I agree. 
Hey, is everything all right? I'm not so sure about this. Might be better to leave him alone. Abort? Just because of some pre-game jitters? No, because your plan is shit, and I don't want to die. That's all. You know, I play the Walking Dead intro music, but I feel like uh, Lou and I both really enjoyed this season. This clip might seem like we're we're about to go into the fact that uh, we didn't like this uh, season, but um, I just really loved all the Aaron and Gabriel stuff, and all their stuff was solid. So, yeah. I, I, I will say this. is Earlier in the show, uh, like part one, Aaron and, and, and him weren't my favorite characters. They were okay. But this season humanized them in a way that I was excited to see. Um, Aaron was very like, well, Negan's got to die. Negan's got to die. And it seemed like this time around, it was not, that was not his mentality. It was more like, I got to do what I got to do. You know what I mean? And that it was less of, he was in part one, he was very heavy on the drama. We have to kill people. I'm angry. My husband's dead. And that was very different in this half of the season. Yeah. Yeah. Um, well, if you remember last episode, we we talked about sort of the first half to part two. We're going to be kind of going yeah. over. And he really wasn't in it that much. No. Yeah. It was not. It was very mild. Like he rescued uh, he, he he rescued the kids in the basement. And I think that was kind of it. Yeah. 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 Once Alexandria sort of was uh, handed over to the Commonwealth to be reconstructed. He he kind of exited uh, until yeah. until uh, Lance was coming around with uh, Pamela at at Hilltop, um, and I mean like this part of the season really focuses on the Commonwealth, the Commonwealth and slowly revealing the problems with the Commonwealth and and how um, this Lance character is really taking advantage of his position to um, try and grab more power, uh, you know. And and really like bring into the fold um, Alexandria and Hilltop and, and Oceanside. They do. They did an interesting dynamic that I wasn't sure if it was going to work or how it was going to work. But when you first get introduced to Lance, they make you think he's the good guy, and Pamela is going to be the bad guy. Mm-hmm. And so you're like, ooh, okay, this could go uh, like. Like, and so when you first see Lance, you're kind of expecting him to be the good guy. And then over the course of this season, it's slowly revealed that Lance is really the bad guy. And at best, Pamela knows what's going on, but is turning a blind eye because it's in her favor. Yeah. Yeah. um, It's it's a very interesting dynamic, and I wasn't expecting... I, I I never read the comics. I don't know if Lance. I I believe Lance is a comic book character, but yeah, I, I um, believe so too. He he kind of. Uh, I talked about this last episode. He reminds me of very much like a a, a a Saul Goodman type character, which we haven't really seen done effectively in the Walking Dead TV show. I feel the the thing about him is he starts out, and even as a bad guy, you kind of like him. Yeah. But as the season, this part moved on, you like him less and less to the point where you're like, ooh, no, now you need to die. Now, no, you're bad. You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, by the time we get to the end of the season, he very much has turned 
full he's gone full breaking bad right like and yeah. the only way out of this is for him to be either put in jail or or uh eaten by zombies and i think like i, I also like the fact we're slowly getting what's his name in the red armor coming around to the hero side yeah uh what's his name um it starts with an m mercer 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 i was totally expecting mercer to be more on lance's side and it's slowly revealing that mercer might not be as in on the lance stuff as 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 i was thinking so i was kind of excited for it yeah i was worried he would just he would continue to play you know the the cop role uh but he but as you said he comes around to um he and he always had he hasn't joined our heroes yet but he's well on the way yeah he's nearly there and i mean I was gonna say he he never really uh he always sort of saw the darker side to the Commonwealth and I think now he's starting to clue in like, okay, now we can do something about it. Cause I think he has a couple lines yeah. where he's like, I've always noticed this stuff, but there was nothing we could do because that's just how the Commonwealth works, right? Like the, the there's yeah. this this classic description of how the Commonwealth works is basically like the system pushes everyone to to make the commonwealth work no matter what because the threat of it not working is a return to the apocalypse basically a lot of these people were born in the commonwealth they all they know is the commonwealth past the apocalypse like i feel like the commonwealth has been running since day one you know like that's what the, the sense i get is that they were they basically went from the start of the apocalypse to we've got a functioning and protective um society here i think i think the thing that was the most eye-opening for me the two things that were eye-opening for me was that pamela cut off her son from money and so he sends uh uh uh, two of our heroes in to go get steal money from some rich person's mansion where the guy had a safe room yeah and i was like okay to me at first i was thinking that was kind of far-fetched but then i was thinking about it and i go yeah if the if if they're still trying to make money a real thing and that's how the commonwealth runs it would make sense for the people to go find money and if that's how her son is trying to pay for things by stealing money it would make sense that him and a couple of guards would be in on this this scam but and so i was thinking that that might be something that isn't on uh 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 you know uh I was thinking that that might be something that Pamela wasn't in on. And then it's revealed Pamela knows he, she may not know where her son's getting the money, but she kind of knows that he's been doing this. She's just turned an eye to it because uh, what name finds folders full of the people that are missing. And so it was on Pamela's desk. So she clearly knows there's something going on. She's just not doing anything about it. And then when Carol can, and then when Carol confronts, Lance about it. Uh, Lance doesn't even bat an eye. He pretty much tells Carol, "Oh yeah, I'm in on it." Like he's so cocky and arrogant. He really, it's like he doesn't understand that the rest of the world is not going to see things the same way he does. Yeah. Well, he's clearly been a part of this world longer than than Carol has. So he's like, "Oh yeah, catch up, Carol." Like <laughs> I'm, I'm the bad guy. <laughs> you know. Uh, it's and and here's the thing. I I think that 
um, because they use money, because Pamela is able to effectively like say, you know, you're not getting an allowance basically to her son. That really does show that this place didn't skip a beat. It just kind of kept going from the start of the apocalypse. And uh, I think that that is the only way that you see these these real world um, situations continue to crop up for the that we haven't seen throughout the whole series because like money like when was the last time money was even brought up as a thing thing. you know in the walking dead so i really thought that um you know the selfish you know politician's son sebastian like those whole storylines were were interesting and helped you know bring show shine a light on like part of the problems with with the commonwealth of you know this this kid keeps getting away with all this shit because because he's a politician's son and they keep brushing it off as like, he literally is getting, he's getting people killed, you know? Um, and it's just, there, there doesn't seem to be repercussions for that, uh, yet, but I, I, I would imagine we're going to, we're going to see some of those in, in part three, uh, when the walking dead returns. But I, I look forward to seeing Sebastian, um, see some repercussions. (laughs) He definitely, he definitely needs to be, uh, uh, you know, put in his place for for a lot of the shit that he's causing. He's very much a spoiled brat. I don't think he'll be around. I, I I think he will be dead within the first three episodes. I don't think he'll last the. I don't think of of the return. I don't think he'll make it to the end. Yeah. See, this is the thing. I don't think they kill him off. I I, I think it's one of those things where they'll they'll put him in prison. Because again, like I I no no no. I don't, I'm not saying that they our heroes are gonna kill him. I think he's going to be put in a situation with zombies and he's going to prove how useless he is. And he's not going to have somebody like Daryl to save him this next time. And Daryl's going to let him die. Yeah, maybe. Like, I, like, I don't think Daryl's going to kill him, but Daryl's going to see him in jeopardy and be like, nah, dude, I, I, I've bailed you out for the last time. I, I somehow Daryl involved in his death. Yeah, possibly. Um, I think that, uh, you know, there there is this subplot that we don't really see conclude. It'll be a part of part three, uh, but it's the the idea that there's a list of missing people. No, they 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 they've told you what those missing people are. Oh, did they? I must have missed that. What was it? They t- said the missing people are people they've been sending out to do things like break into that house, and they're finding desperate people and sending them out into the wild to do things to try and pay off their debt. Oh, okay. That's uh... so. They was they they allude that that house that they were trying to break into to steal the money that they sent thirty people there before before they decided to use Daryl. Huh. Okay. Yeah. No, that makes sense. I I, I must, so so must that. they, that's happened a couple of times, and it's not. It's alluded that it's not just that house. It's that they know where there's money stashed everywhere, and that that that's how they keep the Commonwealth going. They're stealing money from the outside world and it's not the same money getting recycled but who's making the money the people in charge are making the money yeah yeah now how did you feel about um the uh the ezekiel subplot where he gets moved up the surgery list by carol by doing work with lance and that ezekiel um opens up this like you know secondary clinic like this underground secret clinic and I mean, specifically from the point of like, it seemed like the show was going down a classic Walking Dead rabbit hole where it's like 
character finds out he was helped or 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 duped um and he's being left in the he or she is being left in the dark and then he is doing he or she is doing wild things to basically catch someone in a lie and and that was specifically what i thought they were doing when ezekiel was like trying to to convince the uh the doctor tommy to do like a surgery i thought it was all fake and like is he trying to like catch this guy in a lie to basically go to carol and be like ha Why'd you do that? That's a terrible thing that you did to get me up the see, list. See, you thought about it more than I did. I figured that he got moved up the list, and now he was trying to figure out another way to save people. Right. Well, I mean, you're, you're that's what he was. That's exactly what he's doing. I thought it was going. Uh, I was just worried when they were when he was doing the surgery on that other lady to take out the appendix. Mm-hmm. I was thinking, oh my god, this lady's gonna die at the table, and we're gonna have more drama. This lady's gonna die on the table. We're gonna have more drama. <laughs> and then, nope, she said she survived. He took out the appendix. We're all good. And I was like, oh my god, The Walking Dead is not being tropey McTrope trope. Oh my it, god. We both went there just at different points in the in the plot, right? Because I figured, yeah. I figured like, oh, he's trying to catch the doctor in a lie, but now they've 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 gotten in trouble, you know, uh, and they got caught, and like. It was all for it was it was all such a waste and and now something bad's gonna happen and and no it just turned out that uh, Ezekiel was trying to help people and uh, he knew Tommy would would help because he was a, a good doctor and like this is the thing about this this show is that I think they've not necessarily in part one I think in part one they had to clean up some stuff and they did that uh, but then in part two they had an opportunity to take that Commonwealth storyline and really do something unique with it. To the show, I know it. I obviously is an adaptation of the the comic book, but I think they did a really good job of like bringing us something new to a show that's been around for over ten years, and that's hard to do. The other thing that I really, 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 really liked was the Negan Maggie storyline. It, it plot wise, it's been six months since Negan left, and Maggie's been without him around to shadow her. You know what I mean? And then when they get reunited. He's rescuing her son and Negan literally tells her son, you know, when this is all over, you know, give yourself a few years. You come back. You still want me dead. Like, we'll figure it out. You know what I mean? And you're like, you're like, hey, that's a ballsy move on Negan's part. It's almost like he finally is showing some remorse for what he did. You know what I mean? Yeah. And and he's definitely we we've been seeing it that he's turned turned uh turned around and become a a a a positive character and now it's now some of the characters in the show are beginning to see what we as viewers have been seeing mm-hmm. you know what i mean yeah now speaking of the the maggie negan relationship how does this make you feel about the the spin-off that they're getting like do, does it bring it closer to 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 having a believable spin-off for these two characters that should really despise each other. Yes. I think I think the way that plot line's going to be, I think ne- uh, I think Herschel is going to be the replacement for um Carl. Right. I think I think we're going to get a Maggie Negan storyline and the Mag- the Maggie Negan show is going to end with an old um uh, 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 an old Negan and Herschel showing up at his door, rather than being the Carl plotline. Yeah, from the comic, I think I think that's the way they're going to end that show. 
Yeah. I mean, if we're talking about the end of the series like uh, and, and comic storylines, like uh, I'll, since we're already there, I'll say that I never really liked the idea of Herschel being this spoiled brat kid in, in the future apocalypse. I think that's not a spoil. I guess he's not a kid at that point, but the way he was kind of portrayed, like I never read it, but the way it was sort of described um, online, it made it sound like Herschel wasn't, he wasn't living up to his parents' legacy, you know, Maggie and Glenn. And, and I would really like to see that character um, not not go down that path. Like, I get, like, it was part of the storyline. I, I don't know. But, like, to me, it just sounded... It sounded unlike um, what where they're headed with this TV show. So I much prefer what they're doing. For the first time in a long time, I feel like the show is going in a better direction than the comic. Yeah. I mean... You know, I haven't read the comics, but I I, I, I can agree with you there. I, I feel like um, I feel like if if they're gonna keep doing the Walking Dead and they need to keep the the Walking Dead universe open, zombies never really go anywhere. I think at the end of the comic, but they are pretty much quote unquote dealt with in the sense that like humanity has learned to they've figured it out. Um, but like if they are gonna keep Walking Dead going and and more shows and more spinoffs. I don't know if you want to have like a let's jump forward 20 years and and call it a day like I I I think that I'd imagine they're going to avoid that but I could be wrong we could get the 20 year flash forward but probably not considering we have a bunch of spinoffs with these characters well we could get it when they they could find out that this Walking Dead thing is not going to work with all these spinoffs and they could just decide to end it and that 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 would be a good way to end it but um, but I, again, I, I think we're going to see Negan mentoring Car, uh, Herschel by the end of this by the end of this season. And I think that's going to be the lead in for the next show. Yeah. I mean, they do have to tee up that spinoff. So whatever that ends up being, I, I think they're starting to lay the groundwork here. And, and I'm I'm digging it so far. And um, Negan has his own family like uh, he's married, he has a kid on the way. So there's those storylines, too. And I love the line of dialogue where Maggie is Maggie is uh, uh, like worried about him being with Negan. And Negan's exact words to me were exact words to her are uh, like the only way anything happens to this kid is they kill me first. And the look on his face when he says it and the tone in his voice, you could see in her face that she's like, wow, he really does mean it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Now, how did you feel about? Uh, so there is one plot point I'm curious about because you said you really enjoyed the whole the whole part of the season. Leia gets left uh, left alive at the beginning of this part two, where they kind of cap off the Reapers. But of course, in tropey McTrope trope, Walking Dead fashion, it was the only part of the season I thought was really weak when she came back, and then. You know, you find out she's the one that's been killing off Commonwealth people and taking their guns. And then Lance just shows up and Lance is like, nah, you kill Maggie and we'll call it good. And I was like, are you really? <laughs> really? They just, she's the one, you send all those people to kill those people that were po- totally innocent and come to find out this is the lady that's been stealing all your guns and you're not going to just kill her. You're going to make a deal with her to get rid of Maggie because she knows how crooked you are. Like, really? That's where we're going with this thing? Like, like it just it just goes to show you how swarmy Lance is. And I was like, yeah, she's not going to make it before the part two is over. She's going to be dead. And then lo and behold, 
I wasn't sure if they were going to have Daryl Killer or if they were going to have Negan Killer when the gunshot went off and her head popped. I was like, now, is it Daryl or is it Negan? And I was half expecting it to be Negan. And then when it was Daryl, I was like, oh, okay. And I liked the fact that when Daryl did it, he didn't even hesitate. There wasn't no pause where he was like, it was like, now nah, I gave her chance. Like, that was kind of the look on his face. It was like, now nah, I get it. Move on. It should be a, a face of regret because honestly, he could have, he could have, like, I mean, we knew she was going to come back with a vengeance. Like, literally, the group she was with were the Reapers. So, like, uh, that's yeah. kind of, it's kind of in the name. Um, but I, I mean, I believed it. I believed it that Lance would, would hire her as a mercenary. She's, she is definitely a one man army. I believe that Lance would take his guys and, and they're loyal enough that he would convince them to dress up like other Reapers and go with, with Leia. I also believe that all of them, uh, would basically be taken out in one fell swoop by our, by our heroes, but only for Leia to survive. Again, there was this like, real strong like terminator vibe uh where uh leia and maggie are, are in the forest and and they're they're kind of uh they're fighting in in the forest and and they kind of like blip into a cabin i think uh i think maggie gets hit in the head and then leia like ties her to a chair i think uh is what happens but you know it it was fine it's typical walking dead like a good or bad guy gets left alive bad guy comes back with a vengeance bad guy gets dealt with this has happened multiple times on the show uh but it is the sore point i think as you said in in this very fantastic part two now let me get this straight there's a bit of a jump here where leia is killed but for some reason lance gets everything he wants he takes control of alexandria hilltop and oceanside is that because essentially daryl aaron maggie and gabriel are all on the run from the commonwealth like they're now fugitives well no hillside's gone she blew up the building right so they're just taking over a, a shell of a, a of a town basically right and we really haven't seen alexandria so i don't even know if alexandria is still a thing it was in the final part there i i mean they've been rebuilding it so technically it had always been under commonwealth control ish i guess yeah, but Oceanside was a clear holdout, right? Where they said, "Well, we we're with Maggie, basically." Well, not only that, but we really haven't seen anything from Oceanside the whole season. Not since not since the Whisperers went away. You know what I mean? There's a there's definitely like a brief. I think where Pamela's doing a tour, they do end up in Oceanside, where they basically say, "Like, yeah, we're not we're not joining the Commonwealth because we're with we we have to go with Maggie. We have a, a defense pact or something." But yeah you know the part two ends with uh um i guess them lining them up them lining up oceanside lance flips a coin essentially like there's insinuation that he's trying to decide their fate based on it's very (laughs) two-faced i thought it was a bit on the nose of like uh you know if you're not a batman villain it's very hard to like not see that that villain when you flip a coin to decide someone's or just decide the fate of something. Um, it, it, interestingly enough, last season, uh, there was the heavy set guy who's also in fantastic beasts and where to find them. Yeah. He was in last season and he has not been in this season at all. And recently he was interviewed about where are you in the walking dead? And he made a joke about being in Oceanside. So 
the fact that they're lining people up, I'm like, ooh, that could mean that he's dead because they're going to kill everybody in Oceanside and then they don't have to bring him back. Yeah. Well, no, the thing is he uh, he was in Oceanside because he met someone there, right? Like he was yeah. dating someone. Yeah. I think yeah. her name was Julia's popping into my mind for some reason, but yeah. I, I could be wrong. Yeah. But, um. So, and the other thing where this ends is I think they write the they write the article that Pamela is, uh, is lying essentially. Uh, Cause that was a whole plot line too, where um, some of our heroes are some of the newer heroes introduced with the, with, with the time jump um, ha- are these like uh, reporters, these investigative reporters. And they've, they've been working on this, this story that Pamela's lying. So essentially setting up part three to be, you know, Lance Hornsby getting control of these, um, satellite outposts uh you know alexander hilltop and oceanside but also pamela's um pamela being you know uh brought these stories being brought forward about her lying about the list of people and 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 what her son is up to so um they don't really get into what the article is about it's just like she storms into the office and asks uh, max about you know wow what is this typical like politician <laughs> type media thing where they come into the room and they yell about a front page <laughs> uh headline or whatever but i mean i'm excited for for part i i have not been i was really surprised that when i was watching this i was i was watching them back to back to back and excited to check out the next episode um to the point where i think i watched the season finale like shortly after it aired and i i've not done that with any walking dead for quite a while so uh I was really impressed. Yeah, like I said last episode, I watched a whole bunch of episodes and then stuff came up and I couldn't finish it. And then when I resumed it, I like watched everything all but the final episode and then I watched the final episode today cuz I wanted it fresh in my memory. Yeah. And uh I, every minute of it I, I found riveting. Uh there was no point where I found any one of the things that has always annoyed me with The Walking Dead is that, you know, when Negan proved to be helpful, everybody was like, yeah, but it's Negan. Like, we can't trust him. And it was like, no, he's proving himself. To, like, he's not my favorite character, but they kept him around for a reason. And our heroes are constantly being like, yeah, but it's Negan. And it was like, it was, it was like artificial drama for the sake of having drama there. You know what I mean? Yeah. And then, and then. Everybody would be doing the right thing, and then one character would go off and go do their own thing and be like, no, I'm going to do it this way. And in this season, it's like everybody is on the same page. Yeah. And and the show hasn't done that in so long. It just feels nice. Yeah. Like, at no point is there, like, they're trying to bring down the Commonwealth. At no point is 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 somebody going, no, we can't do this. Commonwealth is the good guys. You know what I mean? <laughs> Like, there's nobody hesitating. And I mean, they're not even trying to destroy the, the like, Commonwealth. Yeah, yeah, exactly. They're not trying to destroy the Commonwealth. They're trying to fix the Commonwealth. They're trying to address right. the problems with it. And and uh, and sometimes to the point where, like, they're they're being forced to address it because Lance is, Lance is forcing their hand. And I mean, they're there's there was a lot of interesting stuff going on i mean i have a couple of clips i played like my main one for the intro here which uh which we now have this at our disposal lou yeah i'm not doing this so if we um if we ever if we ever need that handy uh 
that whole episode, I was like, this guy's going to die before this episode's over. This guy's going to die before this episode's over. over. I really don't like this guy. (laughs) I really don't like this guy. And then lo and behold, it's revealed that he's not even really there for the reason they say he's there. He was really there to kill them all anyway. Yeah, they were trying to find the guns that went missing that were taken by Leia, basically. They think it was this apartment complex. And it's so funny. It shows it goes to show you how naive Lance is. Because that guy goes, what do I do when I do what you asked me to do and I kill this guy, right? He goes, he goes like, these two unknowns, uh, what if they won't comply? And Lance is like, oh, they'll go along with it. Because they know it's for the betterment of the of the of the of the of of the Commonwealth, and it's like you do not. He's been behind the walls for so long; he does not understand that like people have been surviving without the Commonwealth. He thinks that he thinks that the the, the that everybody is naive enough to believe that you know you give them ice cream and they'll do whatever you want. <laughs> I love it. Yeah, for sure. A hundred percent. And 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 that's really his vibe. Is he just thinks that like, you know, if you wave ice cream in front of somebody, you know, you give them some semblance of real society like it used to be, and they'll do whatever you want. And it's like it's not working like that, dude. Yeah. It's just not. Um I mean speaking of uh of that episode, we get a, a I, I played this clip last episode, but um I'm gonna play it again because it's a classic Negan line where Negan Negan well, I'll play the clip, and then we'll talk about it. Well, ding, ding. So <laughs> there's the fight scene where, oh, my God, Tropy McTropy Trop in the room, Walking Dead, Negan, reform villain, continue, continuously walking off screen as if to, like, uh, signal that he's, he's betraying them yet again, but uh, he comes back to save them. I think they've done this a couple times now with uh, with Negan being around Maggie specifically, and uh, he's got like a he's got like a bell with with ashes in them. I, uh, classic classic uh, bell move there, and uh, and he has one of his one of his Negan lines. So I don't know. I uh, I really like that scene. Uh, it was really good. And again, we we see a lot of the the growth that Negan has where he's there's a lot in this, in this part of the season where he is basically saying like, look, I may not be the greatest of people. I'm trying to do better. I'm trying to stay out of your way. Uh, and I'm, and I'm just, he's trying, you know? And, um, also that his, his, his new wife who's pregnant, her dialogue to Maggie was, was brilliant. Where Maggie's like, you know what he did. And she's like, oh, yeah. And he knows what he did. And he has to, like, live with it every day. Yeah. And and what have you done in this world that you regret? Because, you know, we're all living with regrets. And it you can see the dawning on Maggie's face that, you know, like, oh, shit. You know, like, if he said this dialogue with, his now new wife like maybe he's not as as evil as i thought he was you know what i mean maybe he does have regrets maybe maybe he wishes he hadn't done things that way or you know maybe he's trying to make up for his mistakes and you could see it on her face like it dawns on her like oh yeah like like he may not be ever be my friend but i don't need to have this animosity towards him anymore yeah 
Yeah, exactly. No one, no one's asking. Negan's not asking Maggie to forgive him. He's just asking to basically like, can we coexist? Essentially, yeah. Um, I've got one more clip here. I don't know what it is. It's labeled "You Want It," so I'm gonna play it, and uh, we'll see what it is. You want it, or shall I? Well, I was thinking about going after the one behind you. Right. So now I remember. This is the clip where it's kind of teeing up Pamela to be not necessarily the bad guy, but sort of like an opposite to to Maggie and... um, and kind of Maggie's kind of like trying to be like, oh, you haven't been out in the wild. You don't know how to survive. And and I would kind of agree with her because she goes straight for the shotgun uh, approach of taking out yeah. the walker. Um, but it does kind of show that Pamela is able to hold her own in her own way. Uh, but, yeah, it was one of those scenes where it's like, uh, you know, I get that they're trying to show some animosity between Maggie and Pamela. But at the end of this episode you get the sense that like Pamela doesn't care that Maggie wants to kind of do her own thing. And Maggie doesn't care that Pamela, it wants to continue to do her own thing. Like they're fine walking away from the, the negotiating table, but, but Lance doesn't want it. It's not in Lance's benefit. Exactly. And I mean, that was a clip that I played. uh, I played last episode um, where Lance was basically you know, saying like, well, if Pamela's not going to let me do this my way, I'm going to, I'm, uh, then do it my the, the well, way yeah. I want to do it without her knowing. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, uh, Pamela doesn't want to do it. Do, I, I'm not going to do it Pamela's way. So I'm going to do it my way. And, and that's that. And, uh, but again, like solid second part of the season, I was super skeptical about like the last season. Um, I mean like another big question and then we'll, we can wrap up. Um, heading into part three, obviously we know the storylines that are going to conclude. We're going to see the Commonwealth, um, issues be addressed. You know, Pamela, Sebastian, Lance, uh, our, our heroes are likely to get back their settlements of Alexandria and Hilltop and Oceanside. But Rick, does Rick pop up in some fashion in the final, uh, in the final part to this season? What are your thoughts on that? I think we are going to see Rick. Yeah. Um, I think that that's going to be the post credit scene. They're going to conclude with cleaning up the Commonwealth, and then we're going to get a scene of Rick and Michonne together or something. And that's going to be, uh, that's going to be where it wraps up. So do you feel, so likely to be like sort of a, a stinger credit, similar to what we got with the end of, not to bring up the world beyond, but similar to what we got with the end of the world beyond where it had like a, a stinger that has not been addressed, but kind of uh, introduced some, some interesting scenarios that could be explored. But um, I like that idea of a a Rick and Michonne reunion. Do you feel like they, they would obviously skip past the reunion. It would be them just sort of living together. Um, That could sort of act as like a a good, like um, target for these, these movies that they're working on, like not necessarily for the first. I think the idea is going to be the stinger is going to be showing us that there is a movie coming. 
Yeah, you think it'll be related to the movie? I mean, don't you think it's a bit of a step forward to to show Michonne and Rick together? Like, I, I think that I think they're going to be desperate to at least get people to watch these movies, and I think they I think they know that if they don't show Rick and Michonne together, that I think these Rick movie things are gonna are gonna be a big old stink pile of stink that doesn't get it doesn't get watched. Right. Well. I agree with you. I think that Rick is going to pop up, uh, likely post credits, likely disconnected. There's rumors he's been seen on set, and that's been floating around for weeks, if not months, that there's been tons of him on set, and people have been trying to figure out why he's on set. Right. Right. Well, I guess we'll see. We'll have to wait and see. I, I, that is one thing that I do not want spoiled. I, I want to enjoy that in the moment. I want to see it in the moment. I want to live it. It's been such a long wait, and... Uh, I hope they got to give it to it. They have to. I mean, we're at a point now where it's comical that Rick has been gone for so long and these movies have been in development hell for so long that like... Like what? Three se- three seasons now? Four? Uh, Since Rick left? Yeah. Like, man, what was it? I want to see... I want to see. say it was like... It, it feels like it wasn't that long ago, but it feels also like it was a long time ago. Um, I can't remember like you know what season was it but okay so the end of season season nine nine uh yeah start sorry the start of season nine so rick grimes episode four of season nine was his last appearance so like that the pandemic did interrupt the show a little bit nine ten and eleven so he's been gone for uh, you know he was in three episodes four episodes of 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 the ninth season and then he's been gone for and in the ninth season was what there was they stretched that out for like that wasn't that the first time they did like a part one a part two and a part three or something no that was a traditional season um this like season 10 had that like long tail because that one had an addition that one had the finale postponed and an additional six episodes tacked on that was 10 um 11 has been the first like announced from the beginning three-parter but yeah like that's the re- you're right that's the reason it feels so prolonged is because there was a couple of larger seasons between um his departure i mean honestly like i'm i mean even if we get a hint uh the way that amc sort of um marketed the the departure of of uh andrew lincoln i would imagine they might they might like they might use they might use the, uh, his return even if it's a cameo uh, in the marketing to be like, oh, in the return of Rick, you know, they, they might go that route. They might try to keep it a secret. Um, we'll see. But I need I need to rewatch his final episode because it has been I, I just watched it when it premiered and I haven't watched it since. Um, I should go back. I, I'm actually curious if it like, I remember at the time we thought, well, for sending off a character, I think they did a pretty good job. But, um, you know. I might I might have to go back to that. I I I remember we enjoyed it, but uh but yeah, um that is uh part 2 of The Walking Dead season 11. Uh we've got some fun stuff coming up planned for Zamp. We do have more Walking Dead to get to with Fear the Walking Dead, which has returned. So, uh I'd say we best catch up, but uh, pre-show we actually talked about it. We're going to we're going to give ourselves a month to catch up on fear the walking dead and we're going to talk about a movie next week we're going to watch the dead two 
which was one of our Extra Life uh, donation uh, zombie movies that were picked out by our lovely Extra Life donors. So we really appreciate everybody who donated. We have a couple more movies to get to after that, including uh, Go Home and Night of the Living Dead, the original. So look forward to that. So we've basically got like from now up until the summer planned for for Zombies Ate My Podcast with all the content that's that's coming out. So we're really excited. So next week, next episode rather, The Dead 2. So if you're watching alongside us, seek it out. And uh, it's available to rent on most digital platforms. So that's likely where we'll be uh, watching it. But uh, yeah, that is going to do it for this episode. Check out our Discord bit.ly slash zamp discord where you can chat with us about all things zombies and zamp i want to thank our patrons patreon.com slash zombies ate my podcast thank you so much for the support it goes back to supporting the show hosting domain costs all that fun stuff so we really appreciate it uh speaking of the website go to zombies ate my podcast.com where you'll find our entire back catalog of episodes please don't listen from episode one you know skip a couple hundred but and you'll be fine. Uh, email the show info at zombiesatemypodcast.com. We're on social media. You can check out our Facebook page, facebook.com slash zombies ate my podcast. Follow us on Twitter at zombies podcast. You can also find me at R Murphy and Lou at busy zombie lord. And finally, a quick shout out to Joel Duggan for the artwork. You can find his great stuff at joelduggan.com. Lou, as always, take us out with some fine, fine busy zombie lord knowledge. Uh, Negan can kill guys really easy. Well, ding, ding.